Welcome to Azure Ability, a podcast for everyone interested in the art and science of developing solutions for the Microsoft Azure platform. Each show brings insight from the folks who know Azure best, including the cloud solution architects who help Microsoft's leading clients devise the most innovative and interesting solutions on the planet, as well as the engineers and program managers who build Azure itself. Listen in and you'll be sure to speed your journey into the cloud. And now your host, Lewis Berman. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Azure Ability. Today, we have my colleague, Srini Ambadi, a cloud solutions architect on the Microsoft Northeast Azure team. And Srini, like me, works with large clients who are adopting Azure at various stages of their life cycle. So today, I wanted to talk about, well, I can't really mouth out the title because it's like, you know, in cartoons, when people are cursing, it's like, all those characters on top of your, your number keys. So just say, blah, 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 blah. Azure's huge. Where do I even begin? So Srini has helped a lot of companies get started in Azure. So let's welcome Srini, and hopefully he'll be able to help us on, on this path. So Srini, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. Thanks, Luis. Uh, again, just to introduce myself, my name is Srini Ambati, and I'm Cloud Solution Architect, helping quite a few customers in Northeast region to accelerate their Azure dreams. So I'm very happy to be here and talking about why Azure is so huge and what we can do about it. And, and you live up near Boston, right? So where exactly do you live? And tell us a little bit about yourself just personally. Yeah, I live in near Boston. Basically, there's an area called uh, Ashland in the suburbs of Boston. So I live there. It's a beautiful town, a lot of lakes, state forest, and nice people, nice community. I'm here from past uh, 15 years and wow. enjoying a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. So when did you start working with Azure? It's been years now, right? Oh, yes. It's almost five to six years ago when I started Azure. We were not even considering Microsoft at that time, but you know, Microsoft really had great incentive of software assurance for non-production environments, and it really brought down our cost of deployment almost by two-thirds. So we literally forced to use it, but then once we started using it, then we realized the value that Microsoft and Azure can bring together. So that was an amazing experience. So I should mention, uh, by the way, I I'm a little bit of an Azure .NET sort of purist, but but Srini is Mr. OSS, right? Is that a fair thing to say? <laughs> Not really. I use a lot of tools that come from open source, but I also develop primarily in .NET and develop a lot of web applications. So yeah, I, I made use of OSS tools, but primarily use Microsoft Stack to develop real-world applications. Cool. And how do you even approach it? You know, it's like there's a lot. I have no idea what the number of Azure services is, but it's certainly in the hundreds. And a service isn't a tiny thing in of itself, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I joined Microsoft, people kept on telling me, hey, you are drinking fire from the fire hose. Okay, don't worry about it. I said, yeah, I'm not worrying about it, but can somebody teach me how to drink from the fire hose? But not a lot of people. So then... You know what? Just like everything else, I started creating my own roadmap and my own agenda and learned how to drink from the fire hose and also helping my new colleagues who came after me. I think same thing applies to Azure as well for our uh, uh, audience here. Hey, it is drinking from the fire hose. But, uh, you know, our goal is to help you how to drink from fire hose. It's not easy, but it's not impossible. 
So to make so if I was easier, gonna yeah if yeah. I was gonna put you on the spot and uh, ask you for your top five tips how to get started, what would those be? Number one, create. Azure subscription. And uh, first of all, a lot of people ask me, oh no, why do I enter credit card to create an Azure subscription? We'll get to that. But open that subscription, create that subscription. Number two, just start looking into five-minute videos, how to do things in Azure. And look into all the products and uh, services in Azure based on the category and pick the one that you know the most. Just one, not many. So, so where, where would you look for videos like that? Docs.azure.com. If you go there, it's fantastic. If you pick on products and services, uh, basically every product or service has five minutes videos. I would just start from there. Don't go anywhere. Don't go to any other site. Don't Bing or Google. Just go to docs.azure.com and pick a topic and then start from there. Don't even read the articles or blogs or uh, uh, even documentation because that's like, uh, you know, it may be overwhelming for few people, but start with videos. They are not very long, five minutes to 10 minutes, depending on the topic. Uh, but what it will tell you is how quickly you start with that feature. And uh, number three, try it out. Watch the video first time and then Try it out on your own. It's not difficult. Microsoft actually gives $150, almost $150 worth of free Azure for a month. If you are really interested, you can learn a lot in $150. The fourth tip, when you try out things, when things work, just say, Yahoo! Or, hey, what? <laughs> Whatever, call your friend. I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, you know, hey, jump. Jump check like a child. Show the curiosity of the child. Uh, yeah. That's very important, right? You know, um, you don't need to be serious. Uh, don't take life seriously. And you don't take Azure seriously. It's a serious stuff, but don't take it seriously. Have fun with that. And uh, that, that's how you start. And the fifth one is, you know, clean up. When you are done, when you're done with Azure, I would recommend you to delete that entire resource group. We'll explain what is a resource group in a, in a minute, but there's something called resource group where you have created all your resources in Azure when you are trying it out. Just delete them. When you delete a resource group, you are not charged for anything in your subscription. So guess what? In about 30 minutes, you learn a feature. And it would have costed you a few cents. And again, that will come out of $150 free credit that Microsoft gives you. Hi, my name is Megan Hochstetter, and I am the Elementary Education Program Manager at Code.org. Code.org is a nonprofit dedicated to expanding access to computer science in schools and increasing participation by women and underrepresented minorities. Our vision is that every student in every school has the opportunity to learn computer science, just like biology, chemistry, or algebra. Code.org provides the leading curriculum for K-12 computer science in the largest school districts in the United States. And Code.org also recognizes the annual Hour of Code campaign, which has engaged 10% of all students in the world. Code.org is supported by generous donors, including Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, Google, the Infosys Foundation, and many more. 
Learn more and join the movement by visiting www.co.org. You mostly work with high potential clients, what we call hypos at Microsoft. And these are the big clients. I I don't think we're going to do a lot of naming our clients on the show, but it is when you talk to them, how enthusiastic are these people? How do they feel like they're getting it? It's Azure, I'm going into it, or or is it hard for them? Typically, when I start engaging with high potential customers, they are in different stages, right? You know, these are big companies. Each group has their own maturity level. Some groups are really advanced. Some groups are really getting started. And um, especially security team, they're so nervous. They don't want to show the world that they don't know much about Azure, but they still want to learn. They want to support. They want to enable the business. So I see all kinds of people and groups and teams. So my job is to understand where they are and take them to the next level with ease. I make things very simple. That's very important. You can't use jargons. You can't use, uh, you know, complex uh, uh, strategies. You have to be very, very uh, cognizant of their uh, abilities and who are your audience and then go from there. And in order to practice this, what I do is I also teach high school students about cloud computing. So, What happens here is when I'm teaching a high school boy or a girl about how to use Azure, I know for sure they don't know anything, right, about Azure. They're brand new. And I come up to a strategy where I don't use any great jargons and I don't make things complicated and I explain them in a very, very simple way. This helps me to convert the complex things into simple, understandable things. In fact, you know, people, whenever uh, I complete a session with my customers, they call me back and say that, uh, hey, is Microsoft looking for uh, somebody hiring? Uh, you know, I can do what you <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah, I made it so simple. Maybe that should be our... <laughs> yeah, maybe that should be our new hiring strategy. Uh, oh, hell with the people who have been in the industry. We'll just start with the kids. Yeah. No, but that's really great. So I don't want this to talk about to be talk so much about technology. But let me just ask you real quick: if you're going to pick two technologies you really love in Azure, what would those be? Let's just get those out. Yeah, sure. Obviously, there are many, but the things that I love a lot is Azure App Service and uh, DevOps. Why Azure App Service? Because every day we all use one website or the other. Really, we keep visiting quite a few websites. Most of the time, these are applications, web applications running in the cloud somewhere, hosted on some server. We don't know. Um, But that is the interface with your customers, right? And, you know, learning how to really develop these web applications, host them, scale them, and understand who's using them, and learn to debug when there are errors. Uh, It's an amazing thing. You know, no matter what you do, that's very, very important. And whether you use containers, whether you use VMs, whether you use platform services, still it's website. So Azure App, App Service is a platform services where you can develop your web applications and host them. The second one is uh, DevOps. Once you understand how to develop and deploy websites, obviously the next question is, hey, now I want to automate my code changes. I want to deliver 
value to the business in much better way and also continuously, right? So DevOps helps you to do that, really helps you to learn tools, technologies, processes involved in really continuously delivering value to the business. So that, those are my two topics and uh, I mean, favorite topics. And there, there are many other, but uh, I would start from here. I should tell the audience, of course, that it was a bit of a loaded question. It turns out that my two favorite features, if you will, in Azure or DevOps <laughs> and app service. So <laughs> I don't know if, if Srini would even put those in order. That's the way he talked about it. But I was pretty sure he was going to say that. So that is all good. I, I want to go back to this whole notion of working with kids because I think it is really, really cool. How did you even get started with that? And you're not even, you know, like I've done like code.org teaching kids very little basic things about programming, but the whole notion of teaching kids how to program yeah, in uh, the cloud. It holy all moly, started with, come uh, with that? you know, my daughter who was in 11th grade and uh, trying to do something different uh, so that she can show it in her college application. She started, you know, a hackathon for high schoolers. She wanted to keep it cool and she did uh, wow. uh, a 24-hour hackathon for boys and girls from <laughs> which was uh, unheard of, right? Normally, college kids do. 20, 24 hours in one 24-hour swath together? Is that so, what you're saying? Uh, I said, wow. uh, uh, why can't you split this into 12 hours each day? She said, no, I have to make this cool. And the only way to make this cool is have these uh, students come for 24 hours and have fun and learn uh, coding. And whatever. It doesn't matter what they do, but I want them to spend 24 hours. And I said, yeah, you know, which, which father will say no? to that teenage kid. Um, so I said, yes. And uh, then I wanted to help her. And the uh, best way to help her is be involved with her, whatever she's doing. And uh, the first hackathon happened. And obviously, it was in Microsoft Office. I came up with an idea of, uh, hey, hey, wall of technologies used in this hackathon, right? You know, I asked uh, kids to paste uh, uh, sticky notes uh, telling me what technologies they use in the hackathon. Then, when I saw at the end of the hackathon, I didn't know 80% of the tools and technologies that they were using for their hackathon. It was mind-boggling. Yeah, 80%. Can you believe that? Wow. And that's one thing. It made me realize that how much I need to learn. And also, it made me realize that how much they don't know about Microsoft or Azure or cloud. So... I made it a point to, you know, make sure that I learn those technologies, at least if not everything, some of them, and also make an attempt to teach mm -hmm. Azure and cloud and Microsoft to those children who didn't know about them and show them how cool it is, how easily they can uh, learn and do things quicker. So it's a win-win situation. So do you have ongoing plans with this? Or are you going to be doing uh, yes. more? Stuff? <laughs> uh, my daughter is in now third year college. She is moved on, but she still organizes uh, hackathons. So I want to stop you there. Just I, I didn't understand this. So this was five years ago or four years ago, somewhere around there. You did this with your daughter. We're not talking like last week in modern Azure. That's yeah, totally this three years ago. Like, this and it feels like five years. But <laughs> cool. Three years ago. Oh, no, no, no. My math. My, uh, no, oh my no, God. no. That's well, fine. You know, that's fine. This is the fourth year. But you're almost right. So, you're almost oh. right. So. <laughs> 
but the thing is the problems are same <laughs> the situations are same the students who come to 11th grade 10th grade they still want to learn cool things they want to show that they are different from others so that they can get into good college you know as we know we are in the middle of uh, fourth industrial revolution uh, you know digital transformation is happening that's the fourth industrial revolution and uh, they don't even know and we are in the middle of it uh, we are part of it and uh, when i tell students about this and show them what's going on and show them what's possible their eyes are wide open they ask such a good questions that some, sometimes even our customers don't ask them so again coming back to the customers right or or even users real users of the cloud same thing we need to create that energy passion and uh, you know usefulness of the cloud you know when when we show them how useful it is how quickly they can do things in a very simple way don't let's not complicate things it's you know we all know that cloud can get complicated once you start developing enterprise scale solutions but again same thing start simple and then slowly understand and digest and move on wow so I had all sorts of other questions I'd ask you, but that sounds like such a great wrap. I think we'll we'll wrap it there. Thank you so much for joining me today and helping on the podcast. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of other topics I'm going to tap you for in the future. This is Lewis Berman signing off with Srini Ambadi, Cloud Solutions Architect from Microsoft. Keep coding. You've been listening to Azure Ability, a podcast for everyone interested in the art and science of developing solutions for the Microsoft Azure platform. Be sure to visit our website, azureability.com, for show notes, helpful links, and other episodes. We'd also love to receive your questions and comments. On behalf of your host, Lewis Berman, and the many friends of the podcast, thanks for listening.